Hello, thank you for listening to and watching Yoda Options. Uh, this episode, I have Jesse Clark yes. from uh, Wielded Steel. Very, Hello. very good Birmingham hardcore band. Thank metal, you. metal, metalcore, metallic. metallic. You said metallic hardcore. in yeah. the interview. Uh, Metallica cover band. <laughs> oh man, uh, and you can ride the lightning with them anytime. <laughs> uh, they have a new split single with other dope. Birmingham hardcore metal band uh, No Cure. Yes, check it out anywhere you listen to music. Right, all of it. Where, uh, what's what's your Instagram and your um, our Twitters? Instagram is just I think it's it's just at Wielded Steel, uh, and then my Instagram is baby underscore snoozy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> also a good follow. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Well yeah. Thanks uh, for listening and watching. At you at options on everything. Go to thehandsomescoundrels.com slash shop. There's some you at options shirt on there. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We've been trying to to figure this out for a minute. Yeah, I, I've. This is like a being. I, I don't think I could ever start my own podcast. Like I respect it, but I feel like I would like run out of shit to talk about. But I've always wanted to be on a podcast. Yeah. So it's fun. It's a for me. It's just been like a a tool of being able to meet people and like talk yeah, to because it's for like sure. It's like if you just message somebody, like cold message somebody, and you're like, hey, can we talk on the phone for like 45 minutes? You know, <laughs> if somebody did that to you, you'd be like, yeah, ah, that's true. I don't know. Probably Pod- not. Podcasting is a form of like social outreach. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it's, I started during, during COVID. Yeah. And like bands weren't doing stuff. So it's just like, Everybody's at home. Talk about some shit yeah, just, for a while. Just fucking, you know, uh, yeah. flail around a little bit. Uh, I think it's fun. Yeah. The um, Wielded Steel is is your band. Yes, I I do vocals in a band called Wielded Steel. Sick. Out of Birmingham. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Three, three of us are here in Birmingham, and the other two live in like North Alabama. Okay. But they're cool. <laughs> like they get a pass okay yeah the uh yeah y'all had a, a sh- you'll just put out a split yeah um we just did the we did like a split single yeah um with no cure another birmingham hardcore band mm-hmm. and uh so we i think we're both i i know we're putting out an ep soon okay um and i think no cure is as well and this is like our lead single. We were both going to be releasing like a single to promote the EPs coming out soon. And we were like, oh, we should just do a split. Yeah. Like we're not doing any like physical copies of it. Unfortunately, it would take like a year and a half to get right. vinyl made anyways. Yeah. So um, we just put it out with some cool artwork and we did a song each and we did a we did a shirt. We have a that shirt for pre-order right Damn. now. That's really cool. It's like a napalm death rip or something yeah. like that, I think. But it's pretty cool. It's got all of our everybody in both bands' faces on the back. Yeah, I've never. I don't know if I've seen a split shirt, split merch made. I know I've seen a split shirt before. Yeah, I just can't remember specifically who it was, but I I remember seeing a split shirt, and I like when like, I like when bands do, like fun stuff kind of like with merch especially in like in um like prince daddy has that green hoodie okay that the green prince daddy hoodie (laughs) okay and um like we i know max seal made a shirt 
that was like the exact same color scheme and the exact same font, mm-hmm. but it just said Max Seal instead of Prince Daddy or Prince Daddy and the Hyena. But we were, t- I remember talking to Sim at one point about like maybe doing a shirt that said was the exact same as the Prince Daddy shirt, but yeah. instead of Prince Daddy and the Hyena, it just said like Insiggy and the Baby <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I like it. That's an insignificant um, other. That's you. You play. I play guitar. Guitar. Yeah. Insignificant other. Yeah. yeah. Um, one time when I was my, my old 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 band, I used to play in this band called Latin for Truth a long time ago. Latin for Truth. Latin for Truth. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we were friends with a band, a pop punk band from Knoxville, Tennessee, called On My Honor. Okay. And. Uh, Latin for Truth had made a shirt where um, at one point out of some of the shirts we made for a tour, one was like, it was this picture of me holding a bunch of kittens that our drummer had taken. And so it was just like a black and white print of that picture. And it just said Latin for Truth, like in small letters under it. And when On My Honor played their last shows, they like decided to, you know, call call it quits on that band. And when they played their last show, they did a shirt that was the exact same shirt like the picture of me and it still said Latin for truth under it, but it was crossed out with a red line. And then it said on my honor under that. I thought that was like one of the funniest things. That's pretty great. Yeah. uh, If anyone has that shirt, (laughs) I want to see one. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. I like that. That's like a, uh, I don't know, some weird, like Nathan for you type. Yeah. Type. Uh, uh, I think like I think split uh, or collab merch is like a pretty. I think it could be a cool like untapped market. Yeah, I mean fucking like streetwear. Yeah, does that? Yeah, like know? brands collab yeah. all the time. I want to do a a a band shirt. I don't care mm-hmm. what band it's for, but I want to do a band shirt where it's like a collaboration with a brand. I've Ooh. always thought that would be so cool, like a like a more like underground, maybe like streetwear brand mm. or something, having a shirt or a whole line of shirts, like a whole drop yeah. that's just like my band and that brand's collaboration. Yeah. I always always thought that would be so cool. Is is there a brand you would want to do it with? I are you deep into the the streetwear? I like scene? streetwear. I like. I also like a lot of like more like high fashion oriented streetwear. I'm like a, I'm definitely like my, my fashion taste is shit that I will never be able to afford. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah. But like, so like as far as like streetwear brands go, I'm like more familiar with like off white and like vitamins and like those just really weird kind of like out there streetwear brand like companies they're like high fashion brands houses or whatever but they make like streetwear influenced stuff yeah or like y3 um okay is yoji yamamoto's like collaboration with adidas i really like that i have a jacket a y3 jacket that i really like and i mean like ideally yeah i would love to do a fucking shirt with (laughs) off-white um but like i don't have my finger on the pulse of like a of like current more underground streetwear brands to be honest like i i know there was one out of atlanta i liked for a while called narcotic but i don't even know if they're still around or Mm -hmm. not um because it's such a it's a very expensive uh, passion, yeah, I guess. For sure. Like making clothes, that shit yeah. costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So like, I can imagine that shit would be like hard to upkeep. You know. I remember I got super into mm-hmm. into like denim and mm-hmm. like jeans and stuff. That was I think. Did you ever watch that show on HBO? How to Make It in America. It uh, had Kid Cudi in it. I've heard of that before. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was, but yeah, it's pretty much this guy trying to make this, um, like this denim company happen uh, for himself, and it was all like, oh, we just heard that there's a, a freighter coming in with you know these uh, 
Japanese Blossom denim, you know, whatever. <laughs> just like, some like super exclusive like something black insane. market textile type shit. Yeah, and I was just like, this is a whole world <laughs> yeah. I have no idea about. Yeah. Oh shit. There's um, what is it? Memory Lane. Here. Memory Lane um is dope. They have some good clothes and good shoes. I've I've bought a couple pairs of shoes from Memory Lane. I also really like um. Hold on, it's <laughs> okay. I got to make sure I get the name right because uh, I'm, I'm not gonna do my homie like this. That, um, yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I know it, but then I would say it and mess it up. Um, Magic City Mercantile. Ooh, They're okay. like in Five Points, um, okay. like real close, to like Zydeco and that shit, and they have okay. a lot of cool. Like vintage stuff and shoes and like streetwear, like uh, consignment streetwear type oh. shit. Like they'll they'll have like Supreme and um, like Palace and okay. shit like that. Yeah, they, um, yeah. I've been following Memory Lane, or I just followed them on Instagram, and I like their their uh, their. I guess they're. I don't know if they're drops. You would call them that, but it's like them saying we got this bape shirt for right right whatever we got this size and um, i got i got my um i got my first pair of yeezys from memory Lane. okay yeah what yeezys were they um they're the 500s the desert rat okay five, or wait was it the it's either the desert rat or the salts um 500s um i loved those shoes i've worn the fuck out of them they're like my beaters now honestly yeah like my two go-to pair like shoes i would wear to the firehouse <laughs> okay are my yeezys and like my old air force ones okay um that i've had for like six years they're beat all the shit i've literally one time i used to like if i wanted them to look better they still would look bad but yeah. like if i wanted them to look better i would just spray paint them solid <laughs> white i'd like take the laces out take the laces out and go out on my porch and just hit them with white spray paint and just do like two or three coats over the course of like 12 hours and they looked hey i'm sure it looks good yeah yeah, yeah. they it, looked crispy I, unless like, somebody unless somebody's right like, like nobody's about to get all of my shit like at yeah. the firehouse yeah just, right so my fire yeah my firehouse shoes are my yeezys and my air force ones um the rest of them i've i've made the mistake of wearing nice shoes to the firehouse yeah. and it was a mistake for sure um that's why shout out jay from joy boy um he's restoring my hyper royals right okay. now because i got them nice and fucked up yeah um yeah how many so like how many shoes or like shoes you consider like nice i guess or higher end that you got um well my hyper royals are fucking fake <laughs> um jay confirmed that for me oh, the other no. day i can't did you think they were real i was pretty sure they weren't real okay um, because like I got way too good of a deal on them. Um, so I, but I, I'm like fine with wearing replicas. Like obviously no, yeah, I don't exactly. want to, yeah. I don't want to wear like really busted looking like fake shoes, <laughs> yeah. like canal street shit or something. Yeah. But like, um, I'm fine with replicas. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and like Jay, I guess has been like studying this shit cause he was like inspecting oh, yeah, them like, and smelling it. Looking yeah, at the I don't know about like, smelling it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was like he and he did this one. He like squeezed the sole, yeah, and they like bent way too Ooh, easy. And no. he was like, "Oh yeah, these are fake." And I was like, "Yep, that I mean that's fair. No one has ever been able to tell other than him, and right. it took him like forty five seconds of inspection off my foot to do so. Yeah, so like I don't give a fuck when I'm out. People are like, "Yo, those shoes are dope," and I'm like, "Yeah, they <laughs> are. I Thank know. you." <laughs> and for all they know. It's a five hundred dollar pair of hyper royal ones. You, you, know? just, you just keep moving your feet around. And right, I notice something like, oh yeah, yeah. oh these oh, these. Oh, no, yeah. So, but like nice shoes. Honestly, I I've downsized my. Sh- yeah. I just sold a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, I have like my Yeezys, but they're beat to hell. I have I have a pair of Gucci sneakers. Um, that my old roommate Katie got me for my either my birthday or Christmas one mm-hmm. year because we were like. We both had that student loan refund money. Oh, hell yeah. And we were trying to one-up each other. Like, I got her a pair of Louboutins uh, for, like, her birthday or something. Okay. So she got me a pair of Gucci sneakers for my birthday. Yeah. Um, 
They're too small, though, because European sizing oh, yeah. is all fucked up. So I've only worn them like five times because every time I wear them, I know it's going to be bad. Yeah, I hate. Th- I guess it's, it probably makes more sense. It's centimeters probably. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I wear a 60, yeah. not a, you know, not a 45. Uh, yeah, it's it's a deep. It's a deep world to get into. And like I, yeah. I recently watched the uh, the sneaker con slash complex con uh, mm-hmm. channel five. Yeah. And they're talking I about seen that one. It's yet. good. It's if you're into I'm sure street, I love channel. Street, five. So, yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, it's people. It's like, geez, how do people have like. I don't know. I guess it's like anything else where they're in this world of trading or selling shoes. Right. Like I've got a ten thousand dollar pair of whatever right you yeah know. i mean i remember like um there's another shoe shop right in five points i can't remember the name of it right now but they do like they do shoe repairs and like restorations and yeah. stuff and then they also sell like really nice shoes and it's one of those places like when you go in they're all on the shelves and they're like shrink wrapped oh yeah you know like, yeah, yeah. It, those are like relic and they had a pair of off-white um chicago jordan ones yeah um and i i remember like now I don't think they're worth this much. Like I think they've decreased in value over the years. But I mean, this was like 2018 or 2019 when I saw them there. Yeah, and they were like a nine ninety five hundred dollar pair of sneakers at that point. And I'm like, dude, I would be I would be scared. I wouldn't want to wear that. Like maybe for a photo shoot or something. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna take those down the you, sidewalk. You put the little yeah the dickies like the hospital dickies on. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like in the. Have you ever seen those memes of like dude at, dudes at Travis Scott concerts putting like oh, yeah. Walmart bags over their uh, their Cactus Jack Jordans? Uh, yeah, can't get my Cactus Jacks in the mud, right? You know. Uh, yeah, I did. Whenever uh, the Yeezy Gap stuff started happening, I did. Mm-hmm. I bought the puffer, the big puffer mm. jacket. And I was just like, dude, puffer jacket is like if you're if uh, like that's one of the few like really expensive pieces i still own like i had some like i had some like t-shirts and stuff that i've lost (laughs) over the years that's why t-shirts are such a bad investment for me but i love them um but i have my y3 jacket is a puffer jacket and i got it on clearance and it was still like way too much money yeah um but that's like the one like really nice piece of like fashion wear that i still have yeah and it's like you said, like investing in the stuff and the uh, the seasons. Literally, there are seasons for for yeah. for, for clothes, right? And uh, you know, you can't go out in the the twenty twenty one Kanye puffer jacket. Oh. You get laughed. See, I'm you like, get laughed out. See, I'm I'm not that like. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, some people are. I'm sure, like rich people, but I don't have those. Kind of yeah, words. hell no. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, this is a uh, 93 YSL, but it's still YSL. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I wish I had some 93 YSL. Oh, the, um, me and uh, my girlfriend, Britt, were uh, finishing up a night at mom's basement. Mm-hmm. And I was... I'm oh, sorry. I was a little tipsy. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, uh, I was like on the... I've recently gotten a Crocs. Mm-hmm. Crocs, Crocs. I got to get a new pair of Crocs. Oh, yeah. My dog fucked mine up. Yeah, the, the cats are getting at this yeah. one. Um, but I was on the... I Bullet- saw you have the carrots one. That's oh, yeah. Dope. I love it. Yeah. That's that's my high-end fashion. Yeah. The carrots, Crocs. Dude, uh, they go hard. I like them, man. I got... Yeah, I bought the carrot sling, sling bag. Nice. Carried it up. But I was like... Brad, I want to buy you something nice. I want to buy you the Balenciaga Croc heels. Yo, but tell me you bought them. Now they're luckily for me they're out of her size. Oh, those go so crazy. Yeah. Um, Balenciaga also did the platform Crocs. Yeah, the, those <laughs> are insane as well. Yeah, there's the and they have the like the Balenci the the Croc boot like the waiter like. Oh, I haven't seen that uh, one. Yeah, I think that's crazy. Yeah, they look cool. They yeah. look cool too, but it's like fuck. Seven hundred yeah. bucks, like the the heels were like six fifty or something. And I was like, for a pair of Croc oh, heels. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, that's nuts. Oh, yeah, but if uh, you know, they make the uh, they make Shrek ear, like whatever trinkets or whatever they call the like. Oh, the things you put on your Crocs, yeah, so, uh, giblets, giblets, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, 
if we get, if I get you these croc heels, you gotta wear the the uh, the Shrek giblets in it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Maybe, maybe one day. I'll, uh, I'm on the Balenciaga newsletter now. Just oh, wait, yeah. just waiting for the the heel drop. I just the other day I um I got I got this email from like what fucking brand was it? Some like crazy I can't remember what it was, but I got this random email um from some high fashion brand. It wasn't Balenciaga. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like the email was just like um we're sorry to inform you that we can't uh we can't schedule an appointment right now. And I was like, what the fuck was I trying to schedule an appointment for? I okay. <laughs> trying, yeah, trying to get that. I was that. like trying to get the early drop on some fucking, uh, Gucci. Like <laughs> you're trying to get to the, to the Gucci house. And you know, next thing you know, they're measuring everything and that would be crazy. You got an entire uh, Gucci skin. I'm, I'm tight waiting. Suit. I'm waiting for the day. I, I get to have a, um, uh, I guess you wouldn't call it a costume budget. What would you call it? A fashion budget? I like costume budget better. Costume budget? Yeah. It's kind of a costume. Um, yeah. If I, if I got to the point where like I was in a band and we had like a music video and they're like, all right, what clothes are we getting you for the music video? Ooh. I'm like, you, I like that sounds crazy to me. Like when I think of like, like, especially, you know, like a lot of like rappers I like like we'll do like kind of like a version of product placement almost for like, like brands in there okay. um but like for fashion brands in yeah, their, yeah okay in their you. videos yeah. it's like you know they got like the Montclair jacket and like yeah, yeah. all that shit um that's that's what I'm trying to be on like, <laughs> I'm I want I want someone like I want someone from Vediments to hit me up Ooh. and they're like yo can we send you these and I'm like yeah, I guess maybe so. whatever. I don't yeah, know. I might wear them. Yeah, secretly, I'm like foaming at the yeah. fucking mouth. I'm gonna f- forward you to my assistant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't, there's a cool like. It seems like there's a cool blending right now, and I think I'm sure it's been going on for a while of like hardcore and more artsy. Ness. Yeah. Does that make sense? Turnstile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Turnstile. <laughs> turnstile fans. <laughs> um, d- turnstile, like, uh, turnstile having, like, the, like, just, like, general cool kid appeal. Like, it's yeah. not just, like, if you're into hardcore, everybody who listens to hardcore knows who Turnstile yeah. is, you 100%. know? But it's still, so, like, I'm pretty sure Turnstile is the biggest hardcore band in the world right now. I would have to assume. I think they would have to. I be. mean, they were fucking on network television. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Like, um, but if you're so like if you're into hardcore, Turnstile is like what some people would call an entry level band, which I that think is sense. a lame ass diss yeah. to a band because there's a reason I, bands get popular if they rule. You know, like yeah. if a band is awesome. I think it's more like accessible. Yeah. Than like entry level. Exactly, and yeah. that's like that appeal that Turnstile has is how accessible they are. Yeah. Um. Like my mom loves <laughs> the new Turnstile album, and she does not like. She actually hates. She likes a lot of like alternative music, but she doesn't like hardcore. If, yeah. if people are like screaming and shit, yeah, she's yeah. not into why, it. Jesse, why you got this? The yeah, screaming. Exactly. Why you got to scream? Um. And but she likes the Turnstile album. Yeah. Um. And they played so like they're so accessible, but it's still hardcore. So like I feel like as people who are like privy, is that the right use of that word? Privy. Um. Like knowledgeable in the know. Yeah. In the know of the hardcore scene, Turnstile is like this entry level band. But to like random seventeen year olds on TikTok, right? Turnstile is like still a very like underground like cool band so i feel like they like crossed over into like cool kid territory yeah and and that's where you get so that's where you get the 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 fashion influence i think is it comes from that because i mean if it was if 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 hardcore fashion was infiltrating if it was like the opposite direction you'd have you know kids on tiktok wearing camo shorts and like yeah yeah 
uh, um, random in NBA jerseys. Yeah, like. <laughs> Oh shit! I did. Uh, did you go to France Festival? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. Uh, it I, was something. It was. I've. I've never. Uh, whenever it was first a thing, I was. You know, twenty years ago or whatever. Yeah, was. like way back in the day. Yeah, but then when it came back last year, I was also. I didn't go last year, but I was like, yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I was just thinking it's so. It's. It just brought me. I felt like. A lot of uh, teenage Michael was was coming out of like, or just like reminiscing about like yeah. shit. I remember like I went and saw Bleeding Through, right? And I was Dude, their like, set was crazy. It was I, great. I was never like a big uh, big fan of them. Not like in a derogatory way. I just never did like the dive. Right. You know? Yeah. Like I of course knew who they are, but yeah. I never really like listened to their records. But I watched their set and they, they were, were insane. It was it was like uh, and what's cool is they don't look like a hardcore band they look really? like a like a arena rock band like the dude had like the leather vest and the and the keyboard players fucking yeah. like doing the whip whipping around headbang she was sick the singer the singer is just jacked as fuck dude yeah <laughs> but like yeah that was like whenever their this is love this is like their first big album came mm-hmm. out that was like i was 16 or something so that was like right that was like this is the best fuck when I first heard. I was like, yeah. "That's the best band in the world." Right? Why is it? You know. Uh, so I don't know. Were there any bands like that at Furnace Fest that you saw their sets of? Um, this year, um, I I'm trying to think of like I missed the impending doom set, mm. but I heard it was not that great. To be honest, I didn't go. To they that did one. like uh, they. So, like, that era of, like, Christian metalcore was, like, very formative to me when I, have I was, a, like, I have a 12, 13. This, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I was, like, 12, 13, I was into, like, all, like, My Children, My Bride, yeah. Sleeping Giant, uh, Impending Doom. Yeah. Like, so many bands of that era or whatever. Um, so, I was really excited to see them. I ended up not being able to get off work in time to see them, but... Uh, Elliot told me they didn't even play anything off of Nailed Dead Risen, which, like, that's, like, the album that okay. I love by that band. Which, I mean, like, shout out them. They're still doing it. I'm not talking shit, but I would have... Uh, play the hits. Play, like, if you're at if you're at the festival where the whole marketing of the festival is, like, oh, the, it's nostalgia. old people. Nostalgia, yeah. you know? Like, play the old songs. Right. Yeah, the Acacia it, Strain. <laughs> the Acacia Strain had such a good fucking set at Furnace Fest because they played some new stuff but they really busted out like the fucking hits um and that dude uh the vocalist for the Acacia Strain is like his stage presence is so good his charisma stats are just like maxed out yeah and he's still killing it they've been a band for like over 20 years now I'm pretty sure yeah I don't know how much longer over 20 years but I feel like it's been a long ass time because I remember the Acacia Strain was around when I first started listening to heavy music at all. And I was 12 at yeah. that point, you know? So, did you, uh, did you go see Maylene? Sons of I watched I, I watched a good bit of Maylene's set. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, I mean, but I had to watch some of it. That's yeah. like, that's Alabama history. Like, that's you like, know, yeah, like, it's like, it might as well be like, oh, uh, I don't know, fucking Hank. Senior yeah. has, has risen from the dead. Right, yeah. And he's playing it was, at Lost Furnace. They had like sound issues though. Like the mic didn't work. Yeah, like apparently his, his vocal Dallas's vocal vocals weren't like working at all for like three whole songs. Yeah. And I remember while I was watching people were chanting like fix the mic. Yeah. Fix the mic. But I guess they got it worked out. Yeah. Um they had they they seemed to be having a lot of sound issues that whole weekend. Because during the Acacia Strain set too, like the whole PA would turn off for a couple seconds. Damn. And like all you could hear was like the cabs on stage mm. and the drums. And then it would randomly come back in a few seconds later. But it's weird. I mean, I can't imagine the fucking logistics. The infrastructure of like, we're in this fucking old factory, you know, the one of the main stages, or there's three stages, the second biggest stage i guess is in the in, yeah. the, in the factory yeah right, so it's like the shed yeah you just got like fucking daisy chain of generators right, right. like how yeah. does that work i don't know but um the yeah prop honestly from this year the acacia strain was a big one even though i've seen that band before but it had been a long time since i'd seen them yeah 
they were really, really good. Um, who else? Um, they're finally getting to see Manchester was cool, mm. but it was also like a different vibe, like from a lot of the bands that I was seeing that day. Like, yeah. cause like I just kind of sat on the grass and just like <laughs> vibed. I was like smoking a joint. Yeah. Just, chilling yeah what was the question you were going to ask me about christian metal oh yeah uh i love talking about christian well listening to the wielded steel ep okay i was like man this reminds me a lot of like face down records like yeah like uh we're definitely like literally going for like early 2000s metalcore uh vibe shockwave honestly like I feel like metallic hardcore would even be like a better descriptor of like the sound we're going for, yeah. but I feel like nobody uses that as a genre anymore. And all the subgenres are so fucked it's, and yeah. like, you know, breakdown music. Yeah. <laughs> I like songs that have breakdowns in them. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It was reminding me of like, uh, uh, there's a face down, there's a face down fest DVD from like I don't know, 2002 or something mm-hmm. that I would like, you know, fucking destroy just yeah. watching over and over. And you remember like, that band? Uh, do you remember that band Seventh Star? I'm pretty name sure they were on familiar. Face Down. They were like meathead, like beat down hardcore, yeah. but for Jesus, it was so cool. I remember one time that band they had a whole fucking weight bench in the parking lot of the venue. <laughs> And I was like, this is so cool. Oh, I love it. And like, I'm pretty sure in their music video, it was literally them like lifting weights in somebody's yard and there were like pit Fuck bulls yeah. on Fuck chains. Yeah. But they're like, Jesus is the son of God. Like, That's so. And 12 year old me was like, yes. Yes. I'm so, there's so many different things going on. Uh, it's crazy how, how much Christianity permeated music back then because there were christian hardcore bands of of like every subgenre yeah. of hardcore because like seventh star was like gym shorts mm. like beat down hardcore yeah. um impending doom was like borderline grindcore yeah death metal type shit um, there was that band X looking forward X yes, that was like them. Yeah. straight edge, like fast punk hardcore, but they were a Christian band. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, did you ever get into shockwave? I know that sounds mad familiar, but it's not ringing. They, their whole, they had a gimmick of like, uh, of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what the fuck? I'm having a brain fart. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not Terminators. What the fuck? What's the uh, Megan Fox Transformers? Transformers. I was like, what the fuck? The biggest movie ever, you know. (laughs) Now that you say that, yes, I do remember. So it was like they were like the bad guys, yeah, Decepticons Mm -hmm. of uh, Transformers. But uh, that if you listen to Shockwave. It reminded me a lot of the Wielded Steel EP. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to it. Someone told me Zao. Is that okay. how you say that band's name? Zao? Zao? Is yeah. it Zao? I, I thought so. it was Zao. <laughs> I don't know. There's a... I'm not the biggest fan of that yeah. band either. Once again, not in like a I dislike them way. Like I just never got super into it. I feel like it was like just slightly before my time. Yeah. Like by only like a year or two probably. Okay. Yeah, there's a Billy Corgan... Now I'm confused. There's a Billy Corgan like side project called it's either Zayo or Zao, and then the other brand is the O and the A are flopped. Okay, so I'm pretty sure the Christian metalcore band is Z A O, I think. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> That's what I was telling you. There's but nobody. One of my friends uh, yeah. responded uh, to like the the new Wielded Seal song. It was like this reminds me of that band. I'm not gonna try to say their name again, but <laughs> yeah. That's why I need a, a, a another. Per- it's just me. A I need, research. I need a researcher. Yeah, someone off camera. Like yeah. all the podcasts I watch, they're like, uh, Andrew, what was the <laughs> <laughs> pull up the pull up yeah. the Face Down Fest 2002 lineup? I'm right. gonna go through every band. Yeah. Uh, so did you when did you have your first band um so like my 
Like, first... where you're play, playing multiple shows. Okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I started a band when yeah. I was in ninth grade. Right. But yeah. all we did was sit in gym class and talk about, like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if we did this? I don't even think we ever practiced. Um, the first, I guess the first project I was in that played multiple shows was called When I'm Older. And I, I started it, like, by myself when okay. I was in high school. It was, like, me just, like, recording acoustic songs yeah. on, like, GarageBand in my room. Yeah. Um, and when I graduated from high school, turned it into a band with mm. some other people and started playing shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was when I was, like... I started that project when I was like 16, but it didn't yeah. really become a band until I was like 18. Yeah. Was that like a hardcore band? Or? No, it was like, um, at first I was just like super influenced by just like sad acoustic music okay, I was right. listening to at the time, which was like. Andrew Jackson Jihad <laughs> and like Bright Eyes right, and yeah. like stuff like that. Um, Wingnut Dishwashers <laughs> Union, all the folk punk bands. Yeah. Um, and so that was like what it was like born out of was like literally I started learning guitar by covering like AJJ mm-hmm. and uh, Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains and shit like that. And then I started writing my own songs and it sounded like that. And when I came home, when I graduated from high school and I moved back to Alabama, me and some friends um, did the started writing more stuff together and I took some songs I had written and my friends helped me add stuff to them, took some songs they written, yeah. add stuff to them. And it kind of went in like almost like a rockabilly direction Ooh. for a second it wasn't my favorite direction yeah. ever but there were still some cool songs on that project um and then i i started that when it became a band it was me and a couple members of latin for truth oh, okay um and then i joined latin for truth and when i'm older kind of just kind of took the back burner because yeah. we were doing a lot of touring with latin for truth at the time yeah and then Latin for Truth, uh, you know, went our separate ways or whatever and started doing more with When I'm Older again. Okay. Like, it wasn't like When I'm Older, like, stopped being a band. It just wasn't as much. And then when Latin for Truth stopped being a band, we started, we did, like, a few When I'm Older tours. We recorded another album, and then that album went in, like, a completely different direction, too. That one was kind of, like, I don't know, it was... Similar to some emo stuff I hear now, but I didn't really know that at the time. Like, I wasn't plugged into, like, Midwest emo or anything like <laughs> right. that at the time. I mean, I liked, like, I liked, like, I guess at that point in time uh, was, like, right when, like, modern baseball was getting popular yeah. and, like, the front bottoms were getting okay. popular. And I definitely listened to those bands and it had, like, a little bit of influence on it, but... It was also a lot louder yeah, than the, any of those bands. Yeah, because those are like, I think, are like acoustic y, quieter. Yeah, it's like emo. those, both of those bands were like, it was like acoustic guitar, but with drums. You uh, know, okay. like, um, but I think that was the front bottom's whole thing at first is that they were a two piece. And so. he, the one dude played acoustic guitar and sang, and yeah. the other guy played drums. Um, and that definitely had some influence on like that stuff I was writing at that time, but our stuff was like a lot louder and heavier in certain ways and like we played shows with hardcore bands mm-hmm. a lot with that band yeah. towards the end um yeah and that band I, out of all the bands I've been in I'm pretty sure that one had like the longest um active period mm. Um, even though some parts of it were less active, right, like we were sure. still technically a band the whole time. Yeah. And um, we played our last show in. So I started it when I was 16. So that was 2009. Okay. And it ended in 2000. 
17, I mm, think. Okay. So, like, almost 10 years. Yeah. That was a band. Yeah, it's... Uh, Technically. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, being in bands is weird. It it's is. Just, you know, it's a relationship with, with these people. Yeah. You know? like For sure. For better or for worse, you're in a relationship with with somebody. Sometimes it's for worse. For some, so, yeah, so, yeah. Sometimes when I think about certain people sli- I was in bands slides with into 10 worse. years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just strange. Unless, yeah, and like it's tough to explain unless like it's tough to explain like, touring on like a DIY level. On a or, DIY, yeah, on a DIY because yeah. like I remember when I would tell my family members going and on stuff tour, when I was yeah. first like when I first started touring with Latin for Truth, I would, I would be like, yeah, we're going on tour. Yeah, and they're like, oh wow, rock star. Yeah, yeah. and I'm oh, like, I so much money. I'm like I sleep in a van most yeah. nights yeah. and. I steal food from gas stations <laughs> to eat. Like it is not rock star uh, shit. Um, yeah. It's such a terrible idea, honestly. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have. I. Uh, I mean, there are parts of it I would change, but I right. wouldn't change it overall. That was such a cool thing to do with like my late teens, early twenties. Like, yeah. Um. But I can't imagine the the thousands of dollars I just burned oh. just doing that for years. Yeah, it's like a. Uh it's like an abusive relationship. You know, you hear people talk, well, in this way, when you hear people talk about abusive relationships where it's like, man, when it's good, when they're good, it's incredible. But when they're bad, it's real bad. Yeah. I didn't, uh, for a second, I didn't think you had a shirt on underneath and you're just, I was like, all right. That would be insane. Jess is getting real comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I don't, there's an ashtray somewhere. I'll just do this. Uh, or you can use this guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah that works. That one's, I'm done with that. Uh, yeah, so what? I just, you know, me and my girlfriend moved up to Birmingham three, two months ago. Yeah. And uh, the scene up here, just like all like all music, it's it seems like a lot of people support each other. Yeah, that's like the vibe we try to go for. Um, yeah, I'm sure they. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't care about like scene politics. I'm sure they're yeah. scene politics and drama and everything. Like every scene. I don't know shit about. That. <laughs> I don't know shit about that. Never heard it. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I feel like everybody's like ever since. I have to keep myself from saying ever since the pandemic ended, because uh, I hear people say that and it tries to slip into my brain, and then I remember like that's technically not true. But ever since things have started to return Open to up, a sense like, of yeah, normalcy, yeah. yeah. yeah the this uh, you you have all these kids who just didn't have shit to do for two years and so now everybody just wants to go to shows and it's awesome and everybody is down for whatever like everybody for the most part like everybody tries to put everybody else on it's very much like a we can all eat type situation you know like we don't have to fight for scraps like we can do this shit yeah and that's that's like an important thing i think is like realizing it's like, oh, we can, we can all be here. Like this yeah, is yeah. fine. Like we just put each other on. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. There's, uh, I'm not surprised, but it's like refreshing to see, like how many shows are constantly going on. Oh yeah. And like, how and now Can't like fucking get away from them sometimes. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> like I just want to sleep. Literally. But it's like. So there's like, you know, sometimes you just got to message somebody and be like, yo, kill it tonight. I'm uh, tired. Good, good luck. Yeah. 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 I feel that. Yeah. Uh, being I'm approaching mid thirties. So right. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I just kind of want, but that's a good problem to have. Exactly. Yeah. Like. yeah. The fact that there are like too many shows in Birmingham. Like, yeah. Yeah. Coming from a scene where it's like tough to get locals. Cause like, that fucking you know bands yeah you thought a band was that just started was like going strong and like oh they broke up like you know yeah. a month ago no there's like, there's uh it's pretty dope yeah like cool venues like even the diy ven- like fucking firehouses firehouse the hatch it's crazy yeah um yeah the hatch is a, a house, house yeah right? it's yeah, a, a, house it's a basement yeah that's yeah that's where we played on friday yeah that looks sick it was very fun. Yeah. I can't keep this shit lit to save my life. That's <laughs> what I get for trying to pack the tiniest little cone ever. 
<laughs> you need a tiny a tiny roach clip. Yeah. Like the, the fancy like French cigarette mm. holder roach clip. Like the long ones? Those yeah. were based. <laughs> I just saw a TikTok the other day that said that those were specifically for women so that you they didn't no. get ash on uh, their dresses. I can see that. Because at the time, I guess it was like it was more common for like a a, a dude to just smoke a pipe. Mm. Like dudes didn't smoke cigarettes. Dudes no. smoke pipe. No, you can't. You can't. You see a guy get smoking a cigarette, and you're thinking, "What's going on here?" Female behavior. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, fellas, is it gay to, is, to smoke fellas, a cigarette? Is it? Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I saw you on that cigarette. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, but like, Birmingham scene is Birmingham awesome. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what you said. Oh man, like <laughs> and like I don't know. Saturn. There's big, bigger bands coming through, and yeah. Avondale. You know, I've only been to like two shows at Avondale. Right. I went and saw Phoebe Bridgers there. Ooh. That was dope. Nice. Um, and then I went and saw. Uh, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Okay, yeah. Which I I did not. I know them in name. I, I yeah, don't know any same. music. I'd only listened to. I'd only heard their name. Yeah. I had never like consciously listened to their music. Um, I thought they were like. I think because of their name, I thought it was like an EDM thing, like festival, yeah, like basshead EDM that. type shit. But it's like it's more of like a psychedelic rock type thing not exactly like a jam band but like jam band adjacent do they have like eight members or like are there a lot of them i don't remember (laughs) yeah i was i wasn't even really looking i was just kind of sitting around smoking (laughs) weed i got you (laughs) and i was like this sounds kind of cool yeah oh man it's uh yeah and i don't know just like the first show i went to was that wheeled steel what's the what's the touring band i can't pronounce their name it's Sagwin. Oh, Sanguasugabog. Yeah, I can never pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, Sanguasugabog. Yeah, I remember, like... The Bog. You can just say The Bog. The Bog. Uh, that was the first show. When, yeah, that show when, was crazy. Yeah, when we moved here, and I was like, okay, well, it's a Monday. Shows right. aren't, shows don't sell out on no, Mondays. That shit was packed. I out. know. I was like, what the fuck? We had to start... Uh, we had Turning people away. We had to start turning people away. Yeah, we've had to be a little bit more uh, strict about capacity at the firehouse makes that's probably for the best yeah um because like you know <laughs> you don't want nobody getting nah, hurt you don't want somebody <laughs> yeah somebody pat you know falling yeah, out right or, so that show i remember yeah we had they had to turn away a bunch of people from that show which sucked i don't want to turn anyone away from a show ever that's why i wish i was i was talking to i was talking to cj about this like um I was like, we need a spot that's like bigger than the firehouse, but not as big as Saturn. Yeah. And um, I hope that can happen. I don't know. I know nothing about. I'm not a. I don't know how building acquisitions. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you? How, I don't even know how you would start with that. I've been involved in the scene in a lot of ways in my life, but that is not, not one of them. You're not yeah. going into buildings, checking pipes, and making. Yeah. Sure. No, I, I don't fucking. But like. If anybody does know that, I'd love to talk to them. Holler. Yeah. Do you do you have a venue name? A dream venue name if you were to dream make Dream venue name? What would you call it? I don't think I've ever thought of a name before. I used to like I love cooking a lot. So I used to want to open up like a place that was like a restaurant slash venue. Oh. Um but that that shit's expensive, dude. I don't Yeah, it's pricey. Yeah, like I don't I don't know about all that, but I want to, so I remember specifically when I first stopped eating meat, I wanted to like, um, the concept of like a, like a greasy junk bar food, <laughs> but vegan, vegan yeah, didn't, yeah. wasn't that popular yeah. at that time. Cause this was like it's 2010. Oh yeah. Now that's like every other vegan yeah. restaurant is like especially when you're on tour dude every time you go to a city every time you go to a city someone's like oh you got to check out this vegan restaurant and you're like cool yeah and you go and it's always double vegan. cheeseburger it's, yeah it's always yeah. vegan fried chicken sandwiches yeah. with tater tots like 
And it's like, yeah, that's dope. It's del- it's always delicious. <laughs> of course. But like after like six days in a row of that, my body's like, if you don't eat a fucking vegetable soon, you're gonna die. Right. Yeah. Like I have to like force myself to eat vegetables on tour because when I'm home, it's no problem because yeah. I have a fridge. Yeah. And I can cook. But like when you're on tour, it's so hard not to eat garbage. Yeah. Because like cheap, accessible vegan food. Not is a like, lot of it. Yeah. There's it's few and far between it's always places that are like expensive and they're either like super health food focused or they're like the exact opposite yeah it's Um, yeah it's a weird because whenever you know i started hearing about veganism and fucking i don't know early two 2000s mid 2000 is like uh yeah all of it's like oh uh, uh we got this fake bacon it doesn't right, make, right. It, kinda, it looks it, like a dog treat. Yeah, it tastes um, smoky, but yeah, it's like it uh, tastes smoky, <laughs> and that's about it. We got the liquid smoke, you yeah. know. On the, now it's like you know, yeah, super way more accessible, um, which is dope. But also, like, like, I just wish there was like a fast food place that just had like, even if it was literally like, just steamed broccoli. Or something, you know? Like, I'm sure it would be garbage, but just, you know, why can't I just get, like, yeah, some green beans or something? <laughs> I guess if you go to, like, fried chicken places, they have green beans as sides, yeah. but I don't know if it... A lot of times those places have, like, bacon and everything on the menu. Yeah, so. and it's like... And if you're, like... Because I've been on tour with uh, vegan, vegan friends, and it's like... Mm-hmm. Some are super, like... Oh, how is this prepared like was this prepared yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same pan yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. there's butter in the old pan or whatever <laughs> yeah and like uh are you, ha, how are you that strict no no no, no. Oh, okay yeah no. i'm i like i'm just vegetarian right now. Oh, okay i fell off of being fully vegan i want to go back to being fully vegan it's tough, yeah. but i got like when i was like staying out at my mom's yeah she gets like chickens from like her, like or not chickens. I didn't eat chicken. I I still haven't eaten meat. Like, okay. And like on purpose, I just had a fucking dude. Taco Bell put beef on my shit the other day, and I. Did you have to eat it? Did you eat it? No. Oh, okay. I took one bite. And uh, I was like, you're like, oh, there's beef in this. Yeah, and I was like, God, I was so fucking pissed off. Um, but like I was living with my mom, and she's like, you want a scrambled egg sandwich for breakfast? And I was like. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Slippery slope. Uh, yeah. Uh, and But uh, I eat vegan, like, the majority of the time. Yeah. Um, But I need to go back because, like, I feel like shit about it. Because I, I, was, I was just, uh, like, I don't eat animals for, like, moral reasons. Morally, yeah. yeah. So, like, I feel like a fucking piece of shit. Ah, I have yeah. so much self-hatred about it but i need to i need to do it yeah um but no i i could never i don't think i could ever eat meat for okay. real like yeah. it's i i just don't see myself ever doing that again yeah it's it fucking grosses me out at this point i got you. just as a concept like yeah. obviously the taste doesn't gross me out because i eat <laughs> impossible burgers all the time and right taste it but um yeah that shit just it like bums me out on a fundamental mm. level and I'm like damn I'm still contributing to this in a way I really yeah. need to stop yeah but uh, yeah. then you'll get people who are like well there's no ethical consumption under capitalism at all and I'm like I don't know dude I just like cows like, <laughs> yeah, like I think cows are really cute yeah it's like we live in a capital I, capitalistic world what do you want me yeah. to do you know yeah mm. I still eat vegan like the vast majority yeah. of the time and sometimes, especially if it's free, right? Like if someone offers me food for free, it's tough to turn down. And it's it's just vegetarian, but it's not vegan. I'm like, I get that. Yeah, like you made cookies. Okay, like, <laughs> do you have a a go to vegan meal that you like make if you're just like at at the house? Um. Probably, like, my most common go-to is just, like, fucking stir-fries because it's mm. so easy. Because yeah. you can just make a big pot of rice and keep it in the fridge. And yeah. then you just chop up whatever you got yeah, and just throw it in there. Um, I have this problem where, like, I 
never want to cook the same thing twice. Mm. I love cooking and I love like learning new recipes, yeah. but like because I'm always wanting to try something new, I like end up not making stuff. Like I don't have like a signature dish. Like, <laughs> you know, like I feel like that's like Jesse's cauliflower store fry. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I need to, I need to craft a signature dish, but I would say the closest thing I have to that would be just stir fries yeah. or curries. Yeah, it's stews. A, a I make stew. a lot of stews. Just get you a pot going. Just, yeah, just ve- vegan soup is so fucking easy because you just like it's just like a bunch of vegetables. Yeah, and liquid, <laughs> and it's probably gonna be fine. Like you, most combinations are fine. You can do like stock, and then you can do some oat milk and then you do some broccoli and some potatoes and you blend it all up and it's fucking it'll probably be good like it's (laughs) yeah Uh, have you been to the slutty vegan yet yeah i went to the one i've been to the one in atlanta before but i went to the one in birmingham a couple weeks ago yeah we uh we went a couple weeks ago the food is it's pretty good it's great yeah it's fucking insane actually how good the food is but like it's also one of those things like that's what i was talking about slutty vegan is every major city in the country has like a their version of a slutty vegan now even like mid-sized cities like birmingham we got underground vegan and slutty vegan yeah um both great amazing businesses but not like the it's not something you want to eat every day. Every day. You know? Yeah, twice a day. Um, whatever. And when you're on tour, that's where everyone wants to take you. Right. And I'm like, I'm in pain. <laughs> I I need I need Whole Foods hot bar asparagus. Oh shit. Yeah, it's uh it's way more thought. I'm not good planning stuff. Not a big fan of. I'll plan some stuff. hmm But like dietary restrictions, that's why it is yeah, doesn't work for me. Hey, to each their it's, own. It's tough. You yeah, uh, you're just. Uh, I just think you're terrible and evil and a bad person. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got cats. You see, uh, I'll bring the cats out here right yeah. now. They'll tell you how good it is here. Uh, uh, they got a. They, they, the people can't see it, but there's a new two story oh, cat yeah. scratching house. That's nice. Yeah. My cat never gave a shit about stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'd like buy her something nice and she'd be like, yeah, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> do you have like a rubber band? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They, uh, it's, uh, they fucking go through these things, these yeah. little, these little scratching boxes. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, I don't know, we've done like an hour. Oh shit. Really? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, time flies when you're having fun. That's true. Is this a part where I'm supposed to like actually plug something? You can like, plug, yeah. um, plug whatever. Uh, wielded steel, split with no cure. Mm-hmm. Also, Birmingham, Alabama hardcore, in general, forever, forever. <laughs> and are there are, are there list off some cool Birmingham bands that people should check out? Snake Church, Snake Church, um, yeah. No Cure, Apprehend, Born, Joy Boy. Uh, Writhing Shadows, Defense Wound, um, Mood Room, Faux Deep, uh, Force Neglect. God, there's so goddamn so many, many dude. There's so I I just we, someone asked uh, Wielded Steel for the little split we did with No Cure, like a some little press mm-hmm. email. Where's my phone? Because <laughs> I wrote it down. I typed out every, like almost every band I could think of. I lost my. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna read it. So that you listed out every. Uh, I I tried so hard to think of like all the other hardcore bands, but I'm sure there's some I'm forgetting. And. Maybe I'll remember. <laughs> I can't find yeah, it. That's all good. Dude, there's a million fucking amazing bands in Birmingham. Not just hardcore. Right. Other yeah. genres, too. And there's dope-ass DJs in Birmingham. Yeah. Shout out Steve-O. <laughs> um, dope-ass rappers in Birmingham. Shout out Griff. Okay. Um, Jason. I'm not going to shout out Big Yevo because we're not, like, friends, but he's from Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dope as fuck. Um, 
what else? Uh, the Insiggy's going on tour with Origami Angel. Oh yeah, when is when does that start? I leave for that in like a week. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Soon. First day is October fourteenth. Everywhere in, in the U.S. Yeah, full U.S. Um, Canada. One show in Canada. Nice. I'm going to Canada for Hell the first yeah. time. Last time I I did not get to go to Canada. Okay. I had to hang out with my friend Eli in Rochester, New York, for three days. That's right. <laughs> Shout out Eli. That was yeah. dope. Um, <laughs> had a great time. Yeah, just border, ordering Chinese yeah, food. Borders, uh, especially yeah, the Canadian one. I got my line. passport. I'm going to Toronto. Yeah. Um, then I'll yeah, play. NCE going on tour with Origami Angel and Pool Kids, Wielded Steel, Split with No Cure just came out. And we're putting out another EP soon. Yeah, fuck it. It's exciting. Thank you. Okay. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Hell yeah. Well, uh, Jesse, you, you had options, but you decided to talk to me. And I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you for giving me the option. Hell yeah. <laughs>